Hope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. A deeper meaning of John chapter 15, and it has to do with abiding. The key verses are John 15, 1 and 2. Verse 1, Jesus speaking here, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Verse 2, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. The 15th chapter of the Gospel of John has been one I go to often for comfort, instruction, and encouragement. But even then, during the past week, I came to see a deeper meaning of the first two verses. The event given me deeper understanding was a medical discovery of heart issues needing attention so that I may avoid, if possible, a heart attack or stroke. Now, when this diagnosis sank in, I came to see everything differently, but I can't really explain how or why this is. And since I happened to be reading John 15 about this time, I slowed down and reread the first of this chapter numerous times and thought about the implications of Jesus' teaching. And I also looked at the original languages for each of the uh, primary words in the verses. So I'll do my best to share what I've learned. But one thing for sure, all God does for us is rooted in his deep love. The devotion focus is Jesus' plan for you. The events in John 15 occurred the night of Jesus' arrest, knowing he would die the following day. As Jesus and his disciples walked from the upper room in Jerusalem to a garden called Gethsemane, They likely walked alongside a vineyard, and so Jesus used that setting to teach the correlation of relationship between him and God, and then in a way that they could relate. We need the same understanding of this relationship in order to draw the comfort Jesus intends each of us to have, and especially in this day and age. For this devotion, as I studied John 15 verses 1 and 2, I took each word in these verses and looked them up in Strong's Concordance. I thought about the context of what Jesus said referring to himself as the vine and people as branches. The analogy is one of our dependence on him for life, and whether we are doing so is evidenced by fruit or good works that Jesus performs through his people, through each one of us. And the fact that all people are referred to as branches is found when verse 2 is compared to verse 6. Listen carefully to how Jesus compared the two types of branches. In verse 2, he said, every branch in me. And in verse 6, every branch not in me. We may take this to mean branches or people who are in Jesus belong to him as his people. And then branches or people who are not in him are not his as his sons or daughters. Those branches are cast away and burned, a vivid image of the end times judgment. I point all this out to show the comfort of verse 2. When Jesus said branches in him who are not bearing fruit, uh, many versions say taken away, but it may be thought of as taken up out of the dirt. Because many well-meaning preachers have claimed this means if we don't bear fruit, we're cast away. That is not what God's word clearly teaches us here. That term takes away also means lifted up. It may be thought of as taken away from lying on the ground, having fallen from grace. Not loss of salvation, 
That is impossible, and Jesus said as much in John chapter 10, verses 28 and 29. Listen to the word of God as Jesus speaks here. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. And so going back to John 15, verse 2 is a tender image of God lifting up his fallen, downcast child and putting that child where he or she may recover. This is what a vineyard keeper does with branches that fall from where it was intertwined with other branches. He lifts it out of the dirt and places it back in the sunshine of his love for restoration. Now, how can we know this? Listen once more to verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. If we compare the first part of this verse with the second part, we see two applications of the vineyard keeper's care. The branch that is drooping is lifted up, and the healthy branch bearing fruit is trimmed of excess hindrances so that it may bear even more fruit. You see, God is tender-hearted with his own people. Those in need of restoration are treated differently than those who are healthy. And I know this from experience. This is how God operates. Whenever I fell in times past, some of those times were so painful, I didn't think at the time I would live through them. But as God worked to restore me, he never placed demands on me that could have pushed me over to the edge of death. Instead, he dealt tenderly, gently with me, and sometimes the restoration took years. And so it's time to ask you, are you in a healthy relationship with God? Or is something going on that's draining the life out of you? Let me paraphrase John 15:1. In Jesus is life, and God the Father watches over everyone who comes to him to share in that life. Now, on a side note, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, in summary, Jesus is our life. The lessons of John 15 is about relationship with God the Father, His Son Jesus, and their Spirit. This is the Holy Trinity. Paul wrote concerning this in Colossians 3, 3, this oneness. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now the action to consider. Living life with God is personal. One-on-one between each of us and our Savior. And no one can do this for you. Not your pastor, your friends, not even trusted Bible teachers. Now others can remind us and try to encourage us, even teach us. But in the end, you and I must take responsibility for developing the friendship with Jesus. So if you don't have a study Bible, let me encourage you to get one. And then begin to read your Bible every day. Start with the Gospel of John if you want. But regardless, read slowly, considering the context, the recipients that these, uh, like in the New Testament, most of these were letters that circulated the churches. And then how do these apply to your life? And when you learn something that challenges your mindset, work to change your mindset in accordance with Scripture. Write down the new teachings, 
and read over this new information until you internalize it. This is the only way to grow in faith and knowledge of God. Now, next week's devotion is more blessings from John chapter 15. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.